Hello there, my friends, and welcome back to the Messy Middle Podcast slash Dockless Fitness YouTube channel. I'm going to ask you before we get started today, if you were listening to your favorite podcast platform, to make sure you are subscribed and to rate and review the podcast. It means so much. And if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave me a comment below today if you learned something or you know something you'd love to see in the next video. And if you really love my content, you'll go ahead and go to the other one and do the same thing as well. So today I want to talk about the question that I actually get asked a lot that is very simple, and that is what is cardio? What counts as cardio? What is cardiovascular training? How do I know if I'm doing cardio? So cardio is all the rage right now. As we know, everyone's been talking about cardio, either how it's going to kill your gains, make you gain weight, um, or is absolutely necessary, is required for health and longevity or fat loss or all of the above. And it's leading everyone to thinking, well, maybe I should add some more cardio back in my training or reconsider the relationship with cardio. But a lot of people don't really actually know what that means. And does doing cardio mean that you have to become a runner, right? So to get started, I talk about running a lot on my page because I'm a runner. I coach people through running. We do running programs. I like to race, train, and run. But you do not have to be a runner or an endurance athlete at all to utilize and use cardio as part of your exercise training. Um, when I'm not race training or in off seasons or when I'm cross training, I do a ton of other things um, to count as cardio within my training. And you can just do those. You don't have to run at all um, if you don't want to. And so cardiovascular training is specifically a type of training that is stressing your cardiovascular system, which counts as your heart, your lungs, your vascular system, which are your veins and arterials going through your body, and leads to direct improvements in not only your heart's ability to pump out and transfer blood to your extremities, but also your muscles' mitochondrial capacity to bring in oxygen that your blood is delivering into it and use that for energy metabolism. So that part is key. So for a lot of people, they tend to think cardio is anything that gets your heart rate up right? And that isn't quite true. A lot of things get your heart rate up, right? Like if you right now start thinking about something that stresses you out, or you go to do a public speech, or whatever it is, that's going to elevate your heart rate. And that doesn't mean that you are doing cardio, or you're having an increased cardiovascular response or central nervous system response to that stress and anxiety. Um, but you aren't getting cardiovascular adaptations. That is the key difference. And so a lot of people think that any type of exercise as well that has some sort of increased heart rate response automatically means that it is cardiovascular training. And so there might be a cross overlap between different modes of exercise and health outcomes you get from cardiovascular training or benefits for your cardiovascular system. Um, when I talk about this, I'm not to say that things like lifting or resistance training or mixed modes of fitness, like your group fitness classes or whatever it are, are giving you no benefits or that they aren't benefiting your cardiovascular system. There are overlaps and benefits that we see to your cardiovascular health through resistance training or other non-cardio specific types of movement. Um, but when we're thinking about true, true cardiovascular training, we want to think about often single mode continuous um, or interval-based activities that are requiring you to essentially, one, your heart rate is elevated, but two, utilize uptake and deliver oxygen in order to sustain that activity. And so when we are thinking about these types of movements, we're thinking about running, yes, um, rowers, bike, bicycle, swimming, um, any type of continuous thing, an elliptical, stair stepper, a lot of cardiovascular type machines, um, or things that are allowing you to do continuous repetitive 
exercise that you can sustain for an extended period of time. Now, there's different ways to program that, right? Like you can do continuous steady state exercise, you can do moderate intensity, you can do, you know, intervals or whatever it is, but it's generally types of activities that you could theoretically sustain for an extended period of time. So, you know, you can dance, you can do circuit type training to some degree and have it count as cardio. Um, but we can, you, you really want to think about your classic cardio things. You're running, you're biking, you're swimming, you're you know, your rower, whatever that is, that's like a single mode type of activity that is straining and stressing your cardiovascular system. And so that's what we think about when we think about true traditional by the definition book cardio, right? So when you're thinking about adding cardio into your week, you want to opt for these types of activities that are going to be specifically targeting and stressing your cardiovascular system for an extended or intermittent, um, in, like interval based period of time. And so a lot of things that I get asked when it comes to this is like, well, does walking count or does this class count or does this count? And so for many of you, if you are coming from a completely sedentary background, you don't have a history of physical activity, you've been largely not doing any sort of exercise, walking can count as this for you. Um, and or if you're doing something like walking at an incline, it's not that the mode of walking itself doesn't count. It's often that walking's intensity for many people who have a baseline in fitness or other histories and training is often not intense enough to get you there. And the adaptations that you're getting physiologically from walking a mile aren't necessarily the same as running a mile um, or doing an equivalent amount of cardiovascular at a higher output. And so we don't think running is or walking is bad. I have another podcast and YouTube video episode um, on how many steps you need each day and why and how that is related back to health. I do think that you should walk often and break up your sitting frequently. Um, but often people aren't walking at a high and hard enough intensity for it to give you the specific benefits of doing something at a higher cardiovascular level. The Messy Middle Podcast will be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Are you struggling with your hybrid training? You don't know quite how to pair cardio with your lifting or lifting with your running, and it feels really frustrating to figure this out on your own. Today's podcast episode is sponsored by me and my programs, The List Method. If you haven't checked it out yet, The List Method is my signature training system that allows you to have hybrid style training on your terms, which means it isn't one size fits all. We help you find the lifting program that fits your life and your goals and pair with the running or cardio options that make the most sense for the goals that you have. You don't have to be a runner, but you can do both in the gym and we will get you there. To learn more, head to the link in the show notes or the bio below or head to www.doclistfitness.com slash the list method to learn more. Today's episode is brought to you by Legion Athletics. Legion is a supplement company that I align with myself with and for good reason. They're third party tested, which means that every single thing that they are giving you in their ingredients list is all they're giving you and nothing else when contamination is really high across the industry. Not only that, but their ingredients are dosed and based off what the current scientific literature suggests for the most optimal dosing for whatever the supplement may be. Beyond that, they keep their supplement line simple and it allows me to have both performance and health supporting supplements that allow me to support both of my goals. Things like protein and creatine, pre-workout or fish oil, magnesium, vitamin D, all things that I take every single day to help support myself both in and out of the gym. If you want to shop Legion, you can use my code DOCLIS and save 20% off your first order or double points for reoccurring customers. For all current sales, check out my Instagram where I share those every single week or my email list linked in the show notes below. 
Again, if you are just starting out or it's new to you, I don't want to create a barrier to exercise. And this might be enough. I mean, if you're doing something versus nothing, it is benefiting you, right? And walking to some degree has a large role in the benefits that we get for our health, but it's not the same stress as exercise or formal training itself. So it's a great place to start. But for many of us, it's you're going to need more to keep going, right? That progressive overload. It's like it's like the equivalent of saying, well, yeah, you can start with the barbell in the gym. But if you want to keep getting more strength or more benefits or more gains and more fitness, you're probably gonna have to add weight to that. And that intensity component of running is a or duration or whatever that is, or cardio, sorry, not running, um, is a way to increase that. And so when we're thinking about cardiovascular training, you want to think of these modes of exercise that are going to be kind of hard, right? You're increasing your breathing rate. You're having to, you know, work a little bit harder than maybe like you just walking through the grocery store is what we're looking for. And so the next question that I get is do things like my circuit classes or my Metcons count as cardio? And the answer is yes, no, maybe sometimes. Um, A lot of the times these classes will have a component of cardio in their training. So if you have a class that you're following consistently or like a good CrossFit box programming, um, you should have some sort of cardio included in that training, like an ERG, like a bike, a rower, a ski, or a run component, Orange Theory, CrossFit, F45, whatever these ones are, um, that will usually be stressing your cardiovascular system while doing like low-grade circuit training, which isn't really cardio or lifting. It's kind of just like in between. Um, And metabolic conditioning through the CrossFit model is good for you from a cardiovascular standpoint and level. You're working through, you know, muscular endurance and things like that. There's kind of an overlap, but these are not going to be true strict cardio. So if you're just a regular person who's working a couple days a week and you're trying to get a little bit of everything and you're doing these classes, you know, there is some merit to doing a little bit true traditional cardio or doing some true traditional strength training alongside doing these Um, but that doesn't mean that doing them themselves is hurting your cardiovascular fitness it's giving you benefit but over time if you find that you're recovering isn't you're recovering like slower or not where you'd like to be your heart rate still stays really high or maybe you're between intervals of things you're not recovering quite as well that's where you might want to focus on adding in more you know aerobic development work or true traditional longer slower steady state stuff um, like zone two work to improve that within your training so again like walking's fine if you're just starting out and if this is what you're doing in your training and you're only doing these classes and that's what you'll do usually if they have good programming they're going to have components of cardio mixed in there for you orange theory is very cardio heavy for example um it is moderate to higher intensity similar with crossfit type class you'll have a lot of aerobic capacity type workouts that is cardio we program that in the list method for clients who don't want to do running or specific stuff um but when we think about erring towards that true cardio system, we're thinking about, you know, doing things that are like 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 plus minutes of steady state zone two work or moderate intensity work. That's maybe 20, 30, 40 minutes of like zone three-ish threshold type area training that's more sustainable but harder Um, or our high intensity interval training which are intervals of like 30 seconds to four minutes long um, with a rest time that is equal to or twice that much or half as much um that interval that was a really bad way of saying that so if you're doing like a one minute interval you're resting for either 30 seconds one minute or a minute and a half or two minutes in between kind of spacing those out so you can fully recover um or sprint interval training which are short high out all out effort bouts with a longer recovery in between of like maybe 30 seconds a minute minute and a half than that actual interval of like 10 to 20 seconds um these are all different ways to target different areas of that you know your cardiovascular system when we talk about that more in my zones video on like how 
how different zones and different intensities um, benefit us within our training. But we're often going to be doing these on a bike, a rower, like a ski erg, um, an air bike, whatever, running, whatever that is, because it's going to allow you to produce more work at a consistent effort that's going to actually be directly related to the strain on your cardiovascular system. What we see when we do things like CrossFit or these Metcons or the circuit training or whatever it is, is that your heart rate is going up, but the VO2 max or oxygen demand of that actual exercise is not going up linearly. So when you're doing true traditional cardio, you have this linear relationship between heart rate and um, intensity. That is why like you have... You can kind of guess your intensity and zones and VO2 max all kind of related to each other on this nice linear graph. But when we start doing things like adding in lifting or a higher straining component to it that we're kind of bracing and we're breathing and we're moving and we're doing all these things, you start to have this decoupling where your heart rate will go up and you will be in a higher heart rate zone. But the actual oxygen demand of that is actually lower. And then if you were to do two traditional cardio where you're able to get that heart rate up and drive up that oxidative demand on your body or target those tissues specifically with a type of exercise that is designed to work on oxygen delivery and uptake depending on whether you're trying to you know get better at developing mitochondrial mitochondrial capacity aerobic capacity everyone to call that and that low easier zone work below threshold you know zone two as we've been calling it everyone's been talking about recently or your glycolytic anaerobic capacity clearing out um you know, using carbohydrate really rapidly during exercise, sustaining high power outputs, and they're all related to each other, but often you're going to be doing these things by using a true traditional form of cardio. So, you know, if you're just doing general cardio for health, you don't really care about developing the specific energy systems, whatever it is, you know, three to four days a week, find something that you'll do for at least 20 minutes. Um, that is some sort of strict form of cardio or mixed form of cardio. Um, I would opt for like maybe at least one or two strict form of cardios each week mix in whatever else you want the rest of the time it's probably not that serious um the less you do the more intense you can go more often the more you do start focusing on doing more easy stuff to more hard stuff you won't die if it's not all zone two you won't die if it's all hit it really just depends on how much you're actually doing each week um but we're thinking about cardio like that's what we want to be thinking about and the minimal exercise guidelines um, for health shows about 150 minutes per week of moderate to harder intensity activity and moderate intensity starts at pretty much like a really hard power walk to easy run for most people um, that starts to fall into that moderate to vigorous activity and walking can kind of fall into that too there's some overlap there but you know my bias lies in the fact that I think that the benefits of true traditional cardio are different and not the same like the minutes you spend doing true cardio are not the same as you're doing doing actual walking and so that is one nice thing the guidelines do factor in is like it's 150 minutes of like moderate to like easier intensity stuff um but or 75 minutes of vigorous so the more intense you go the less you have to do and I also think that you get sometimes a little bit more benefit from stressing and straining your system a little harder at least once or twice a week I I think that you know we do a disservice to people to acting like easy walking or you know the Fitzbo bodybuilding people try to act like walking replaces cardio entirely and the adaptations are simply different. Um, they are both necessary. We want to walk often to break up our sitting. We want to do low, easy work, but we also want to do some hard stuff too. But when we're thinking about true traditional cardio, we are thinking about your steady state based erg systems where you could do that mode of fitness theoretically indefinitely and keep going. Now you don't necessarily do that in all of your workouts, but that is what we're going for. So it can be your running, it can be your biking, it can be your rowing, it can be your skiing, it can be dancing it can be swimming it can be hiking it can be 
you know, rucking, depending on how hard and tense you're going, it can be stair-stepping. You know, you think about the things that are straining your cardiovascular system. They're increasing your drive to breathe more frequently, and it's probably going to be considered a cardiovascular activity. So hopefully that answers the question and covers what the heck is cardio? What counts is it? How does it apply to my training? Um, and where those things kind of fit in, I'll have to maybe unpack in a later episode, like how CrossFit or Metcons or that type of training falls on the spectrum of like aerobic versus strength training, because there's a little bit more to unpack there and what it means and what that looks like. Um, my bias lies that if you're going to do anything, you could do something like that with a little bit of strength training, a little bit of cardio each week for just general fitness. Um, if you love that mixed method mode type class for fitness, um, whatever it is that you're doing for that. Um, or if you're a true beefcake lifter or someone who's completely unfamiliar with cardio, just adding in some easy sessions each week to start, maybe one or two hit days or anything like that. Um, so Hopefully releasing this fall or early next year will be our cardio only subscriptions through the list method as well. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, we know a lot of you kind of want to just have workouts to grab and go and do, and you don't want a structured program or need it. You just need something um, to, you know, get your cardio in. And if there's anything that I'm okay with, it's like, if you're going to have some variability in your program, do it in your cardio. So hopefully you guys found this episode um, helpful and a little bit more clear and like what even counts for cardio and are you doing it? Um, um, and you all get your cardio in um, each week. So if you found this helpful, let me know in the comments. If you have any other questions about cardio you'd want me to cover in a future video, let me know in the comments on YouTube below. Otherwise, if you are listening to this on your podcast and you found it helpful, be sure to share it to your stories on Instagram and tag me when you're listening. I'd love to hear um, what you thought about it. And otherwise, I will catch you guys on the next one.